Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Gentlemen, wake up the kids, get the neighbors, everybody gather around your favorite podcasting device and listen to Weird. Please. You like that? Yeah, not bad. I, yeah, I did like a little like a carnival show, Barker. Yeah. Step right up over here, people. Get over here and listen to Weird. It's a little butt of your necktie. Yeah. Whatever. You saw Solo. I, well, first of all, hi, this is Craig. Oh, hey, Craig. You saw Solo. Now, who are you? Oh, my name is Avery. Oh, yeah. And I saw Solo. Welcome to Weird. How was it? The show about things unrelated to Solo. No, it could be. Well, I I enjoyed it. I did like, you really? I, I like it a lot. Well, so I wasn't sure that... Did you go see it? Not yet. I did not... I heard bad things about the guy that played Han. Why? He's just a bad actor, typically. <laughs> That's what everybody says. They say he's a horrible actor. He's a horrible choice. So I went in there with low expectations, and yeah, he's not the best, but I mean, I really do think they could have probably searched and found someone better, but he looks great for the part, and he's got some of the mannerisms down, and I mean, it's a money grab for Disney, but there were some cool, I'm not going to ruin anything, like some people, but it's like a a nostalgia trip, because you you learn things about him that you knew about him from the first movie. Yeah. You learn, or they, they, things happen that you go, oh yeah, you know. So you're not learning. We're not learning. It's a refresher there, there, it's, it's not that you, things that you knew about in the in the original movies. It's kind of cool to see them happening. Okay. Or or references to things that you had already you know. Yeah. Um. I I thought it looked fantastic. I, I like uh, I like uh, Ron Howard a lot. I like him a lot. Yeah. Ron Howard's he awesome. was great as Opie. He was great as Richie Cunningham. Oh yeah. He's even better as a director. Yeah. And uh, he uh, his daughter's a fine actress too. She is. I, I could imagine going into that movie that so affects driven like how did he know to go i mean i know he's got a whole team that design you know, people that do this stuff but to go in and i don't know of any other movie that he's done that's that heavy in effects i mean that's a lot mm. it's a cocoon well that's not a lot of effects backdraft had a lot of fire effects yeah but the, we're talking digital effects and all but anyway I, I heard not that anybody really cares but i heard george lucas saw it and really liked it well that's that's impressive yeah yeah but you know so what? What do you well, get? Whatever. So I so I'd give it out of a out of like a like five out of, like a one in five one of five lightsabers. I'd give it like if the if, so like it's it's, it's, it's the the range is five lightsabers, right? Okay, yeah. Or ten lightsabers. What do you want? Five. Okay, I'd give it a four. That's pretty good. I enjoyed it. What's a five? Give Here's, me an example of a five. Uh, uh, like fantasy type movie or something? no? Just any movie. Any any of your movies that's a five. Um, Jaws. Oh my god! Love that movie, Back to the Future. I the give first Jaws one, one tooth out of five. Whatever. Back to the Future. I give it one. Fl- I give it five flux capacitors. Yeah, Back to the Future. Yeah. Um. I mean, there are a lot of movies I like a lot. Fargo. I, I give Fargo's Fargo good. five wood chippers. I, I would say uh, Thor Ragnarok. Five, five hammers. hammers. <laughs> five hammers. Really? You give that one five? Oh, it's absolutely great. I love Ragnarok. Did you watch it? I give Ant Man three sugar cubes. Yeah. <laughs> No, th- three bait traps. <laughs> did you did you see Ragnarok? I saw Fraggle Rock. Did 
No. Did you see Ragnarok? No. Okay. I have not yet. You are missing out. Why? It is. Do you, if you like Guardians, you'll like that. Yeah, yeah. Guardian, yeah, yeah, Guardians yeah. is good. So, uh, what were we talking about? Solo. 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 Yeah. Um, you find certainly he was the only one in the movie. I just always assumed that his name was Han Solo, and I took it for face value. But you actually find out where that name came from. Oh, is that not his name? That's his name. But it you, came from you, his mom. Maybe. Princess Leia. It's it's not a it. That's not his. No, mom. that's Luke's mom. What is wrong with you? No, it's Luke's sister. <laughs> What's wrong I'm not with a you? Star Wars guy. So, so it's not a spoiler, but you, it's kind of a funny little moment where you find out where the name comes from. Well, we're going to see it because Lori wants to see it. It's good. It's it's, it's, it's a fun movie. Okay. I, and uh, the guy, the uh, Glover, whatever his name is, the guy that plays uh, Lando. He's pretty good. Okay, that's cool. Movie review over because. I get to lose another game. Where are the prizes? I think I left the prizes at home. But I know what we got. I don't know what we've got. No, you don't. You're really bad at this thing. Well, we've got uh, today's prize is a leather-bound uh, journal. A really fancy, nice journal. That is really random. It is. It's a weird prize. I thought you were going to give away a record player. I'd like to have a, a... You know, I like journals. Don't you? Do you like journals? I like to write in journals. No. I do. I do I, not I, want to put my feelings down on paper. There's not enough paper in the world. There's, there's not enough... Yeah, and well, actually, there's too much paper and not enough feelings. <laughs> okay, well, somebody's going to win a leather ba- a nice leather-bound journal, but the key is, you might actually guess... You're tonight. not going to give away your brand new record player? No, I'm not giving away you know, my turntable. You know my record player that I got? It yeah. Was, it was dragging. Mine is rocking the house. I'm so, like a kid at Christmas so since I, I got this so thing. I gave it, I get, so I gave it to the middle kid, and um, and I said, here's the caveat. It does drag a little bit. On 45s, I think it plays fine, but on, on, on 33, you know, big albums. On albums? It seems to not be able to. I think it's a, a voltage thing. It's just an import cheap thing. But it made me, it made me dust off the ION turntable that i've got that's for conversion yes to convert albums to mp3 right right and uh that sounds great i plugged some speakers into it and it sounds great so cool. everybody wins All right, well that's she nice. kind of wins it drags but okay so anyway i said here here's a record player it's like you it's a drag so you, you've been complaining that uh you know these have been too, too difficult so well, only because you start the songs off at the beginning at the beginning yes. with like just like intro and it's not it's always the first 20 seconds you've got 20 seconds of, of that's a long time for a song i almost got one yeah but all of yeah, yours you have, came close all, all to come yours, sail away all of yours have ridiculously long intros that have no melodic value <laughs> that's not true that is true okay well both of this one and next episodes i, I was thinking of you oh that's so nice and they're pretty simple so anyway here we go you ready got your ears on yeah here we go here we go seconds you don't have it I used to think maybe oh crap that's uh, oh too long here dude oh wait, no wait hold on I'm too late I just can't wait for the day this was an easy one my brain another song every time i go to the mail oh gotta hold myself down i know the song but I, the, it messes me up i can't hear it hold on hold on just oh it's uh, walking on sunshine now you get it yeah yeah all right 
Okay, so I, I, uh, I can't make this clear enough to you. <laughs> what? They're cover songs, man. I know they are, but my when I hear a song and I pick up on the the what it is, right? I have to hear what it is. I have to hear the original in my head, but uh, to to figure it out. But the problem is, it's like the thing when you try to remember a song and it's like something else is playing. You're like, turn that down. Yeah, yeah. I can't get the song in my head. Well, I can't, I can't help it that you're not good at this game. Our our, our listeners keep winning. Who who wins? Some ju- would say that maybe I lose purposely, so we always have a winner. No, no, that's not true. Who, who wins the journal? The nice, brand new leather bound journal tonight. We've got one through a sixty and nine. What what is it? Yeah. One one through sixty nine. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> hey Siri, give me a number between one and sixty nine. The answer is seven. Seven? Yeah, seven. But this, I'm really mad about this iPad over here. It's like this one dog at our house. Yeah. You call one dog over, and here comes Henry. There He's you like, go. I'm sorry, I didn't. Henry's a good dog. I'm though. like, I'm sorry, I did not call you over here. Well, the winner of the Leather Brown Journal is friend of the show, Keith Hendricks, who also has a podcast, uh, Two Dudes with Good News. Yeah, funny, where'd that name come from? So congratulations, Mr. Hen- Henricks. Hen- 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 Heinrichs, actually. It's pronounced Heinrichs, but... Uh, you have won a nice leather round journal, and he uh, he seems like the type of guy that would write to record his thoughts. So I'm glad that he won that. So you want to ex- explain to everyone what that kind of person is? That's the kind of person that is in our prize pool. So yeah, you got nice save. So to get in our prize pool, all you got to do is leave us a review either on iTunes, Facebook, or both. You and, and, and you could you could have a shot at winning, and it's not because I'm a oh, and next next episode's prize is a is a killer diller. It's, it's a good it's one. It's not because I'm going to guess it right. It's because you got a better you got a good odds of winning because they're it's just good odds. You get drawn out real good. Them. Yeah, less better better than one in a hundred. You've got better odds that I'm going to miss the answer. That's true. I don't think you've got one right yet. No, I haven't. I told you at the beginning, this is a win for our listener because yeah, because I cannot process a song like that in my head. First of all, it's like I got to hear what something. Okay, what am I listening for? What am I hearing? And right. then I'll hear a clue of what it is, but then it's like I can't reassemble it in my brain. Well, that's an issue, but not for our listener. They keep winning and winning well, and see, winning. I'm not really upset because they... They it's are. our super summer of giveaways. It's a super summer of really weird, odd things to it, give away. If you were, yeah, it's weird prizes. If you were, if you were uh, really good at the game, it'd be like just a super summer. Yeah, that is true. There wouldn't be any giveaways. Is Mark Patch excited? I haven't heard. He hadn't responded yet. Wow. I've already got his address. I may just ship it like I did Randall's. But anyway, it's a lot better than your original plan to make them come get story. it. <laughs> yeah, pick it up at my house, guys. Hey, guess what? What? Hitler not alive on the moon. Really? How do you study know? Study confirms it. There's a study that confirmed it. <laughs> Hitler is not alive and on the moon. No, he is not. After completing wow. what they say is the first examination of Adolf Hitler's remains since World War II, a team of researchers has announced that the Nazi leader most definitely died in Berlin <laughs> and therefore cannot possibly be alive on the moon. <laughs> The study was no easy feat. Over the past 73 years, Hitler's presumed corpse has been set on fire, secretly buried, dug up by the Soviets, hidden by the KGB, and finally ordered destroyed. Hitler's person... Hitler's person? Hitler's person, yeah. Hitler's person, meanwhile, has appeared in the fantasies of all manner of conspiracy theorists like Aaron Lindsay yes. who insist his body is fake. Well, it, what, it, his body was not fake when he was alive. But when he was on the moon landing, it was real. No, that was in the desert. Yeah, it was all right. Kubrick. So last year, a team of French researchers persuaded... Oui, oui. 
per, pers- persuaded the <laughs> Russian <laughs> government. To, I wish I could get through one conversation about the French without you saying the only word you seem to know. Calais <laughs> boom boom. I know Jacques Cousteau. C'est la vie. Is that French? <laughs> Croissant. Is, is c'est la vie, is that French? Uh, I think it is. Uh, we're going to call it French. Baguette. <clears throat> French fry. So last year, a team of French researchers persuaded, persuaded, persuaded the Russian government to let them inspect the last two bits of Hitler's, uh, of Hitler's, of Hitler known to exist, a bullet shot chunk of a, of a skull, of his skull, and a uh, set of frankly disgusting teeth. <laughs> they weren't just disgusting. They were frankly they disgusting. They were frankly disgusting. They compared these fragments to war-era <laughs> autopsy records and concluded that, yep, those are definitely Hitler's teeth. See, look how he smiles. See, look at this. And then that tooth there. Each tooth had a little bitty mustache. Yeah, a little tiny, a little, a little tiny Hitler stash. mustache. Uh, there's no possible doubt. <laughs> Our study proves that Hitler died in 1945. Co-author Philippe Charlier told agents something France press. They all spell things weird. Agents told the news. Told the news. After the paper published Friday in the European Journal of Internal Medicine, he did not flee to Argentina in a submarine. <laughs> Uh, Charlier continued, he is not in a hidden base on an, an Antarctica. I can't say Antarctica. I can't say it. Antarctica. Dang it. That's where I want to be. Antarctica? Yes. He is not in a hidden base in Antarctica or on the dark side of the moon. Welcome to the dark side of the moon. Hey, it's a little early for this, but. In Florida, I went this sounds like a jo- uh, opening to a joke. Florida couple steals motorized cart from Walmart and drives to a bar. Hmm. A joyride. This comes to us from Largo, Florida. A joyride in a motorized shopping cart landed a Largo, Florida couple behind bars on Thursday. Security cameras were rolling when Jeffrey Robert Sable, age 50, and Santa Marie Walters, age 32. That's a pretty big gap right there. Stole it motorized. Stole a motorized shopping cart from Walmart located on Missouri Avenue in Largo, according to an affidavit. I wish somebody would steal all of them from our Walmart. Yeah. I'm it kind never of, fails. I'm, I'm kind of upset with our Walmart right now. If Ooh, what happened? Well, they took away Scan and Go. Did they really? They used to be able to go, because people were not scanning and just going. Oh. They were just leaving. <laughs> they were just going. It was like stop and rob. <laughs> They're like, why do we got these scanners? <laughs> I mean, you could go in and stop you... Stop and rob. <laughs> yeah, you you could go in and you could pay... You, I mean, you could go in and pick up whatever you wanted, right? And just walk out. And walk through like you were doing something on the machine or act like you were, you know, or not. And they weren't going to say anything to you. Now, why would... Apple tried that and it didn't work, too. It bo- This bothers me. Now, Amazon's got it. Got they got that store. Yeah. That, yeah, but they... You got to have the app to get in, and then it just records everything you've got. Well, yeah, it keeps up with you putting stuff back and all that stuff. Right. It knows yeah. everything you're doing. It, you it, it scans everything once you cross the threshold, and it's it, already got your app. Right. So... No shoplifting there. Can't can't well, be done. But Apple... Don't say it can't be done. Is that a challenge? <laughs> yes, it is. Hold my... Hold my Diet Coke. <laughs> so, so um, it'd really be Diet Mountain Dew. Ugh. Shush. Shush you, you water toddler. <laughs> okay, this is from my mom. She sent me an MP3 to play when, you get, you know, when, you, when you're mean to me. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get out of here. We are adults, and this is ridiculous. That doesn't sound anything like your mom. That's not my mom. 
What was, what was that from? <laughs> That's from the cornhole tournament that turned bad. What? Yeah, we didn't cover this story, but... Uh, why, would you, why would we skip a story like that? We should have had this. While we go back The audio it. is amazing. We'll go back in time. Well, maybe... In, maybe Our next two episodes, I've already got stories for, and they're, it's booked. Solid. You're booked. So, so you're mad at Walmart for taking away scanning, shoplifting, go, or whatever Well, because I would walk in with my phone app, and I would like scan, beep, boop, yeah, boop, everything. Yeah. There's something else I need, boop, yeah. and I would be done, and I would hit a button to say pay with my card that's already in the app. I'd be done. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And nice since, and convenient. And the reason is because Walmart has like 20 registers, but they only have two open. Always. That's a rule. So yeah. so that's why I'm a little upset about it. I'm, there, I'm, more, I'm more upset that the people around this little town are so stupid. I'm not sure. That they would steal. That they, that, that, I'm not sure it's the people of this little town because that Walmart is located right by the, by interstate, the interstate. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, there's a lot that goes on here, too. Nah. I like our little town a lot. Oh, you like it a lot. A lot. You're pretty excited about that Captain D's opening up, aren't you? No, you I love am not. Seafood. No, I do not. And, and then we heard yesterday a rumor that, or not yesterday, I think it was Sunday, I heard a rumor that we might be getting a Popeye's. No, I won't be. I don't like Popeyes. Why the man? The man leaves the Navy. He just tries to make an honest living <laughs> I selling never chicken. Spinach? Do they even sell spinach? They should. They should like yeah. a spinach artichoke dip. Something they should sell spinach. Where did we go wrong? Okay, this couple was seen driving off the property, so they they stole this cart from Walmart and just took it off property. They should have it set up so once you cross the parking lot, you know, like an invisible fence, they should have something that shuts those things down. Can't use them. Uh, yeah, that would work. Yeah, but anyway. Short How about you just quit offering them? Yeah, get them. Every time I'm at Walmart, no matter what I'm shopping for, there's a cart with some large person in it. Oh, now you're being rude. No, I'm serious. I'm being honest. And backing up pulling forward trying to turn around you know they turn around it takes them like 10 minutes turn around and i'll just loop around maybe walmart grocery pickup is for you maybe it is not you but that person oh there you go here's the thing yeah people have these scooter things they carry around the back of their cars all the time people that need them or whatever why should walmart provide it there you go if you need one you've probably got one you'd be really cool we should invent what robot legs (laughs) <laughs> then you could you could you could just go into Walmart. Oh, those things like in Wally that you float on, they maybe, just float maybe, around. Well, no, that's just that's for just the lazy people, which may be the same people that's, we're talking that's about. That's exactly what we're talking about. But there are people that have you know needs, obviously that can't you know get. We're talking scooters here. We're not talking you know wheelchairs or something. No, no, we're no. Talking, we're no, talking no. about scooters, scooters. And, um, and I've never had a problem with the wheelchairs in Walmart. No, I've never seen any. In I've seen a few. Yeah. So, uh, duh. What was I saying? I don't remember. What's the story in Largo? All right. Shortly after the theft was reported, the cart was spotted outside Jimmy's Sports Bar. You know that. You know Jimmy's yeah. in Largo, and an officer found the couple at the bar. That's really smart. You can tell they're 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 extremely uh, smart people. Mm-hmm. After den- denying the theft, the couple admitted to taking the cart and was arrested on charges of grand theft. Serves them right. Yeah, because it's worth uh, the amount of money those things are worth. It Absolutely. probably falls into. You yeah. think at least larceny or something. So they were booked into the uh, so, Pinellas County Jail. Well, I just feel like there's more to be said about this. Well, I but think the we've more said we, the more we, about the it. The more we talk, the more you just make fun of people. <laughs> I am not making fun of anyone. Well, we're going to make fun of you because the next story. Yeah, I, short, I, I made sure this was yours to read. Short man syndrome is real. It's in big <laughs> letters. Scientists confirm smaller men act more aggressively to make up for their lack of height. That's so not true. This is totally true. <laughs> Calm down, all right? It's not true. Come on, I'll tell you. Come on, half pint. It's not true. This is absolutely ridiculous. 
Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous! It seems short men really do act more aggressively than their peers to make up for their small stature. Um, Baloney. I'm I'm thinking of a guy we both know, initials TM. Researchers... <laughs> researchers. I was going to say Tim Martin. <laughs> no, He's pretty tall. No, not Tim. <laughs> researchers used a money sharing conundrum dubbed the dictator game, which tests how fairly individuals treat each other. I don't know what I just read. It typically <laughs> consists of two individuals with one given a quantity of money, which they must offer a portion of to a rival. Even if the well, why would is, you do that? If it's a rival, I'm not even if the rival. amount is zero, well, zero. They found that smaller men responded more aggressively when competing in the psychological test so long as there were no repercussions. I keep Sci- on my money. Scientists say this means the phenomenon do, 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 do. phenomenon do, 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 do. known as short man syndrome or the Napoleon complex. That's why you wear that hat. Napoleon was not short. <laughs> he was not short. They say it's real. The findings were made by researchers from... Something University. DeVry. Yeah, DeVry. No, not researchers from DeVry. (laughs) They're they're doing research on sub sandwiches. Uh, DeVry. Anyway, University of Netherlands, according to reports in New Scientist. How do we trust New Scientist? They don't know anything. They're brand new. A group of 42 volunteers in the study were split into pairs and allowed to meet with their opponents. They were given they split each, each of them into a, into pairs. That's kind of nasty. As, yeah, they were each. Uh, they were then given a <clears throat> short time to assess them before being led to separate rooms. Each was given a small sum amount of cash in the form of eighteen tokens that were worth seven dollars and third. No, well, I'm sorry, seven point three six pence, whatever that is, ten cents each. I can just answer my own question. So it's like they're given a dollar eighty. Sure. In dimes. We'll just, that's, that's what I that pretty much means. I don't know. Ten cents each. I, well, eight, yeah, what you just yeah. said. Yeah. They were then, I just, math was not happening right now for me. They were then asked how much they would like to keep for themselves and how much to leave for their adversary. The shortest men in the study at around five foot seven inches. <sighs> that's me. Taller than you. That's not taller than me. I'm five seven. Kept 14 chips. Had chips? So they gave four away. No, they kept 14 chips for themselves on average. The tallest men, who were six foot uh, six inches, kept just nine. That's because the tall guys were just going to beat the crap out of the little guys and take theirs. (laughs) However, when the threat of repercussions were introduced, like I just mentioned, shorter men did not display any more aggression than their rivals. See, it's baloney. The whole thing's baloney. It's possible. Probably, rather. English is really hard for me right now. It's probably smart for short men to be like this because... They have less opportunities to get resources, like reach the top shelf, you know, that kind of stuff. I can reach get the on top the ba- shelf. Get on the basketball team. That I can't do. Prince could, though. Anyway, that was Jill. And I'm taller than Prince. Jill Nape. Well, he, everybody's taller than him. He's in a horizontal position at this point. Or did they cremate him? He's negative six feet, for Pete's sake. Yeah, for the sake of Pete. <laughs> Short men... And I'm still sad about that, by the way. Me too. Short men say, I and, say. And the elevator tries to break you down. And that's where they found him. Go crazy. How odd that they found him in an elevator. Let's go. He was broken down in the elevator. Yeah. This is not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Why do you keep making fun of it? Short men may have every reason to be fed up with their lot. Their lot. Yeah. A lot of what? A lot of crap from people like you. Studies have shown that tall people are wealthier, more successful at work. <laughs> 
<laughs> healthier and even enjoy better love lives. It's not fair, I tell you. Than their smaller kind of. <laughs> I tell you. I'm being framed, I tell you. It's not fair. Just because I'm short doesn't mean I can't have wealth. Doesn't mean I can't have successful work or healthier lifestyle. This is absolutely ridiculous. Get out of here. A, <laughs> a 2004 study by psychologist Timothy Judge. I don't want to deal with that guy. I bet he's tall. No, the fact is, he's he's got he, every time he looks at you, he's got that judge look, a judgy, judgy, yeah, judgy. Whatever. Found that uh, tall people earn more. He calculated that every inch of height added seven hundred eighty nine dollars oh to someone's annual salary. No, Timothy Judge, <laughs> you're so misguided. That means, on average, a worker who was six feet tall earned. $5,525 more than someone who was five foot five inches. It's uh, not fair, man. When, uh, is it like height privilege? Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. When author Malcolm Gladwell polled the management of half of top the top U.S. companies, he found that 58%, uh, two words, by the way, percent, of chief executives <laughs> were at least six feet tall compared to just 14% uh, of the population. I can't take this seriously because they can't even spell since 1916, the era when our politicians have appeared on cinema screens and TV, the taller U.S. presidential candidate has won 17 times more than the shorter. The shorter has won like just six times. Yeah. Uh, other studies have shown tall men are more likely to find a long-term partner partner, partner than taller teenagers. No, and taller teenagers. Man, you know what's, you know what's happening right now? A stroke? Bl- yeah, stroke. Stroke. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try this again. Short people are also more likely to become criminals, more likely to develop uh, heart disease, tend to be more unhappy and don't live as long. Whether the short man syndrome exists or if the perception of aggressive behavior is more exaggerated when it comes to men of smaller stature is up for debate. The whole thing, that, 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 uh, that whole story, you know, made me a little mad. Where is the update? Give us the update. We want the update now. All right, Craig. That was a long time getting there. Weird update. Alabama town terrorized by New York City poop train finally gets Febreze. Febreze. Who says there's no justice? I like Febreze. Especially if you got a poop train in the back. Yes, the so-called New York City poop train. A train loaded... Train. A trainload of human waste finally left the small Alabama town. It was stranded in. He said, Alabama. But the smell was so strong that Febreze. 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 Did bring like a helicopter in and dump it? To freshen up the area. The air freshener brand provided free samples of its product to residents in Walker County's parish, a town with a population of 982, where the train of 200 sludge-filled shipping containers was stuck for more than two months. Let's get something straight, Febreze. You're not doing this because you're nice. You're doing it for PR. And they're getting it. We're talking about it here on Weird. Yeah, we got three people listening. The train of sludge, a byproduct of New Yorkers' uh, poop, was stationed... Why, you can't say excrement? I don't like that word. was stationed in the town until April before being transported to a landfill roughly 20 miles away. So that's going to make a huge... Well, 20 miles is far enough. So, words you don't like... I heard that people are very uncomfortable with the word moist. I don't mind that one. Now put moist with excrement. Now that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Locals had complained about the stench for weeks. No one should be immersed in the stink. 
Febreze told the outlet, explaining its decision to finally bring a breath of fresh air to the good people of Parrish. What they didn't tell them is the the uh, contaminants that are in Febreze that are killing That's the whole not, population. No! The Procter & Gamble Company... I just made that up. That's not really true. ...known for its odor-eliminating products, shared a jokingly dramatic video on Twitter of residents complaining about the awful stinky smell, which some compared to that of dead bodies. The running joke was that when the poop train came, that we needed to just drop Febreze on top of the train, one resident said in the video. While New York was, uh, what was, while New York, (laughs) while New York has discontinued waste shipments to Alabama for now, experts say some cities send their waste to Alabama and other southern states due to low landfill fees. That should be the incentive to raise the landfill fees. And lax zoning laws. More like (laughs) ex-lax. Hey, we used to have a stupid criminal theme. What'd you do with it? You've you've disassembled disassemble if, everything we've had on that. Soundboard. If we had a stupid criminal theme, I'd play it right now. Robber who wrote name on holdup note is caught counting money outside Anchorage Bank. That's a stupid criminal. It's a stupid headline. <laughs> I'll stop right here and see what I got. Anchorage police rapidly solved a bank robbery Tuesday after the suspect handed the teller a hold-up note with his name and birth date on the back, according to <laughs> a Hi. charging document. I'm Bob Jones. I'm holding <laughs> up this bank. My birthday. Hey, if you find this note, I'm Bob. <laughs> it's my birthday. If you want to give me a present. Now, hurry up. i got to sit down on the sidewalk I outside the door and count yeah. this. Yeah, i got to count everything i got. I won't count it before I leave. So you yeah, I'm going to make sure you didn't cheat me. <laughs> Anyway, had his name and birthday on the back, according to a charging document filed Wednesday in U.S. District Court in Anchorage. But Anchorage police didn't even need that handy tip to arrest Michael, three names, mm-hmm. Michael Gale Nash. Oh. After he left First National Bank, Alaska, on 36th Avenue in Midtown with $400 in a bag, the FBI said. It's uh, my understanding he was sitting outside the bank counting his money when the police arrived. <laughs> Said Stacy Ferger Pelissier. Pelissier. I guess Stacy, we're going to say, is a guy in this case. I think Stacy. No, it's a spokeswoman. It's hard to say. Yeah, it says right there. Okay, it's not hard to say. Spokeswoman. (laughs) Well, she's, you know, the Alaskan air. Yeah. Does a lot to her voice. It does. Police arrived on the scene a few minutes after getting the call. The robber was, uh, the robber confessed to the crime. According to the criminal complaint filed with U.S. Magistrate Judge Leslie Longenball. Uh, bank robbers aren't always easy to catch. A couple of weeks ago, the FBI had five open bank robbery investigations, said Figure Pelissier. Uh, that's now down to three, she said. That one didn't count, though, because the other guy just let you catch him. Yeah. There have been a handful of robberies so far this year, she said. It's not an unusual amount. Uh, this is probably the quickest apprehension in recent history, at least locally for Anchorage, said uh, Pelissier. I just want to say Pelissier. You know, this... It may have been one of those, you know, a lot of criminals get out of jail and can't live in society, so they break the law to go back in. That sounds a lot like this case. They need to worry less about bank robberies in Alaska and more about the vampires that come out there for 30 days of darkness to eat everyone. I'd like to experience that. I think we've discussed this. We've discussed 30 days a night. No. You want to experience being eaten by vampires? No. I want to experience the uh, 30 days of darkness. No, that'd make me depressed. I think it'd be cool. Did you ever watch 30 Days of Night? No, I did not. You were instructed. Yes. I think Randall said he saw it, right? It's on my list. Did Randall see it? Uh, Probably. We talked about it, because that's when he told me about the other Japanese flicks. You know what's weird? Randall was writing a comic book. I saw that. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it or not, but I just did. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not part of that. I'm not going to be. We're going to have this. him on. We're going to have Randall on. Last the show. time you tried, it was like, "What? I can't hear you." What? <laughs> now I've got new. I've got new equipment now. It'll be much better. Anyway, next story. Headline is Chuck E. Cheese Pizza is now available for delivery nationwide. Thank the stars. I love Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Don't ever say that again. In it's public. so good. Have you had it lately? I'm kind of not the demographic to go into Me toys. either. Now, if I end up with, you know, Chuck E. Cheese himself delivers it to the door. I don't have grandkids. Honey, there's a mouse at the door. <laughs> yeah, really. He's yeah. got pizza. That I pay for. If you I got a mouse up, suit. Maybe, the, maybe it was like a, uh, was it Uncle Buck that had the little VW with the big mouse ears on top of it? I don't remember. I think that was an Uncle Buck. Anyway. I don't remember. If you grew up uh, going to the land of Chuck E. Cheese's, then you're likely, then you likely fondly remember the p- best part the b- b- about any birthday party there, the pizza. The entertainment center chain knows you haven't forgotten about its cheesy pies and is now offering delivery from the playhouse to your adulthood house. After successfully testing delivery in t- Dallas, Tampa, Florida, Orlando, New York, Paris, London, Munich, Everybody's talking about mm, Chuck E. Cheese's yeah. music. Yeah, it was almost something. And San Francisco. I give you credit for trying. At the end of 2017, Chuck E. Cheese's is now offering delivery nationwide through Grubhub. That's a foul. Any restaurant can offer delivery through Grubhub. Yeah, that's not really. That's not them offering delivery. That's just them that's participating just, in a, that, that, another a, business. A company that comes in and gets the pizza and leaves. That makes me mad. Either way, you can go get, you can get Chuck E. Cheese now. Man, now I might try what it. Is Grubhub, what does Grubhub charge? That beats me. I've never used it. Because to me, it seems like, okay, if I can go get uh, Chuck E. Cheese pizza for, yeah. li- for like 10 bucks. Let's just say 20 bucks because they're expensive, probably. Nah. Okay. It doesn't matter. I said 10. Okay. Let's just say $10 in, you. in your fantasy world that we pay $10. Thank you. Do I end up paying 20? What, what I don't I think it's Grubhub? 100%. No. Well, I'm, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Is, it, is it worth it? Well, with tip, you probably would be end up paying 20. Yeah. So I do better just to walk in like some creepy old dude and say, I'm just here for the pizza. Nobody panic. <laughs> yeah. Don't they only let you in if you've got kids? No, they did for a while. At least our local one did because of the riffraff the, that was hanging out there. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. come back. Nah. <laughs> anyway, we know families love our fresh, never frozen pizza as much as our games. Ashley Zickfoos. Chief Marketing That's and not Concept a real person. Officer at CEC Entertainment Inc. said in a press release, after years of hearing from guests that we should offer a way for families to enjoy our delicious pizzas at home, we're excited to make delivery a reality as part of several game-changing initiatives. How is that, that we even a thing, year. though? They're going, uh, okay, will you allow our guy to come in and just pick it up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we, we're doing hey, delivery look, we're now. offering delivery. Yeah, that's that's you and I could offer delivery. I expect that from a mouse. Yeah, really. Mice, mice, mices, mice. And because no great birthday party ends without a plastic bag filled with random things you don't need, Chuck E. Cheese is really bringing the nostalgia home by adding a small goodie bag filled with puzzles, games, or toys, and toys, or a character plush doll to every... Now, that's pretty cool. I doubt you get that. I bet you get the crap all the time. It's like it's like Cracker Jacks. You, get, you don't even get real toys anymore. You get, you're lucky to get a sticker. You're lucky to get a peanut. <laughs> There's literally. Have you ever tried? You ever try to find peanut? Huh. A peanut in a Cracker Jacks? Yeah, they're like maybe two or three in the bottom of the box. No, nah, I do pretty good with my with the peanuts in the Cracker Jacks. No, oh, they're good. I love Cracker Jacks. I like the Cracker Jack. Uh, the the peanuts in uh, Cracker Jack. Yeah, they got a real roasty flavor. They're good. Them. They're really good. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. If you thought maybe Chuck E. Cheese was no longer popular, know that Northwest. The daughter of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian West. Oh, that puts a lot of credibility. Celebrated her fourth birthday last year 
which means it's definitely still on trend. You know, James, my son, is a pretty big fan of of, of Kanye. I'm sorry. And he played me a song the other day on Kanye's new album. I think I may be a fan. Oh, give me a break. It was awesome. I can no longer continue this. It was awesome. No, it yeah. was not. No, it did. It had me rolling. I was laughing so hard. Okay, so, so you're obviously mentally ill. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> in Florida, I went to He is accused in 13 Gulfport vehicle burglaries and ankle bracelet tipped uh, police off. It's another stupid criminal. It, it, a very great short time. story, too. Yes. And 18, you know, every time, before I read this, every time we get one of these, yeah. it's like so matter of fact. I read it, it's like three sentences, and then I go, okay, that was it. Well, you hadn't read this There's one? There's no payoff. No, this is payoff. I mean, the payoff is, in the, is actually in the headline. An 18-year-old man wearing an ankle bracelet was arrested Tuesday, thir- excuse me, Thursday yeah. after he was accused of breaking into 13 cars in a one-block radius over the last week. Oops. Radius. That's a cool word. That is a good word. Yeah. Uh, one-block radius could be a good band name. Oh, I like it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, one-block radius. Yeah. That is a pretty cool name. Uh, that's what I do. I know. I spot the words. I put them together. Yeah. I sew the I, I words together uh, into band names. I go see One Block Radius. Yeah, that's a great name. If they opened up for Greta Van Fleet. <sighs> Benjamin Langkamp Jr. faces 13 charges of vehicle burglary, each of which occurs occurred over three days near 30th Avenue South and 31st Avenue South. And, if that wasn't enough, Beach Boulevard South. 256th Street South. No way. They're That's no a north. Lot. All 13 had their windows smashed as well. Based on the location and known criminals in the area, police said they pegged Langkamp Jr., who has been wearing a court-ordered ankle bracelet as a suspect. If just, you're, if you're so wearing So just it. the one guy's got a bracelet, so he must be the guy that did it. Well, he, they, he was at each of these cars that was broken into. Well, that's also true, but I'm just saying... Data from the ankle bracelet and a confession there from Lincoln Jr. <laughs> led to his arrest, police said. I, know, I was just drawn. To, I was just saying that, you know, just because the guy's got an ankle bracelet doesn't mean. Okay, it does mean it. But, you know. There you go. Okay, this next story uh, from your son, E. E sent us this story. I did a little research. Uh-huh. Fake news. Because you are fake news. It's fake. Fake news. Fake news. CNN Thanks, E. Yeah, what's he trying to do to us? He's trying to test you. I, I'm, he, I passed. You. Yeah. Why can't you tell the truth? Fake, fake news. news. Fake news. CNN's fake, fake news. news. I meant to tell you something a minute ago. We were talking about Chuck E. Cheese. What? I watched, uh, again, because I love it, uh, Rock of Fire, uh, Fire Explosion. Yeah. I watched the documentary again. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It's, all, it's on YouTube. Okay, I'll watch it. Uh, it's it's uh, about the guy that created him and these these people that are just enthusiasts that actually have the whole setups, and, and it's good. Well, I'm kind of, you know... We, That's the part of Chuck E. Cheese I'm intrigued by. You know, I, I love the the, mechan- the animatronics. I've it. got DirecTV now, the the uh, the streaming service from DirecTV, uh-huh. and we've discussed this, and I was going to get rid of it after uh, the NHL uh, Stanley Cup finals, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to keep it. National Hamburger League. This this week, I got an email from them, and they're introducing their digital DVR. Yeah, it's on the cloud. Yeah, so I think I'm going to hang on to it, because that, that was the game changer. How much uh, space do you get? You get 20 hours. You know what's funny, too, is they cash everything anyway, probably, so why do they really even limit it? Uh, beats me. Anyway. I'll take the cash, Chuck though. E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. 
Rockafire animatronics. Yeah. So watch, it's called the Rockafire Explosion. Okay. Anyway, this fake news prom, uh, prom limo driver did not crash intentionally after students play Little Pump's Gucci Gang via the aux cord. Did prom? I thought I raised him better than that. Did prom limo driver Thomas Pat from Miami drive into oncoming traffic because the teens he was transporting to prom played Little Pump's Gucci Gang over the car stereo? No. That's not true. The story was made up by a site that invents fictional stories about bizarre crimes or accidents for entertainment purposes. It's not real. Can we say the people that make this stuff up, they're not doing it because they're, they're, they're you know. They enjoy it. Yeah, they're, well, they're not doing it because they're like rascals. They're doing it because they know it's going to somehow monetize it. Absolutely. It's like, they it's, like the same, it's like the same kind of idiots that get on a microphone and they just talk about stupid crap for like an hour. Like weird news. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So it really dumb. gets under my skin. It's clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. It's click magnets. Yeah. A click magnet. A click magnet. I don't know what. Are you okay? <laughs> the story you, originated from an article published on May 22nd of this year on Hustlers. What? Titled, Prom Limo Driver Crashes Intentionally After Students Play Little Pump's Gucci Gang Via the Aux Cord, which opened with Miami Prom night ended in disaster for a group of teens in Miami after the limousine driver allegedly swerved into oncoming traffic and crashing he, he vehicle. Crashing, <laughs> yeah, crashing he, he vehicle. Also, they typed this on their phone? Although a major accident, the driver and all passengers, all 14 of them, walked away with no life-threatening injuries. According to students inside the vehicle, the limo driver suddenly swerved into oncoming traffic in what seemed as an intentional suicide-like attempt to crash and kill everyone in the vehicle as soon as one of the students began playing Lil Pump's Gucci Gang via the aux cord. I like they keep bringing up the auxiliary... Uh, well, it was part of the story. I just like they keep bringing it up, though, like, the aux, like there's some secret organization trying to keep the aux cord alive. The picture of the crash... We're threatened by Bluetooth, see? We've got to get out there. We've got to stake our claim in this world. ...is from a 2016 accident in which a drunk driver rammed into a limousine. The photo of the driver is actually Brett Hollingsworth, who was beaten up by someone he was stabbing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Sorry. I'd like to have that real story. Huzzlers, that's H-U-Z-L-E-R-S, styles itself as a photire website and carries a disclaimer at the bottom of each page. Which reads, Hustlers.com is the most is the most infamous faux tire and satire entertainment website in the world. Why do they say faux tire and satire, satire if they're both basically it, the same thing? If it's trending on social media, you'll find it here. The internet has literally made the world dumber. You know, I, I think you're right. And now a weird moment from history. I'm getting to where I really love this segment because these stories are awesome. Like tonight's. Yeah. yeah, tonight's episode is yeah. brought to you by The uh, Toxic Woman. Yes. The Toxic Woman. Mom, mom, mom. Toxic Woman. She mom. was toxic to every man. I don't even know what the story She's is. She's a toxic woman. What? Nice. Thanks. Was that like uh, Electra Woman and Dinah Girl or Wonder Woman? That was Wonder Woman. It was, it was just a mixture, man. Okay. Yeah. It was a mixture, man? Yeah. The toxic woman, when Gloria Ramirez was brought to the Riverside General Hospital on February 19th, 1994, the staff assumed her issues were simply related to her, av her advanced stage cervical cancer. She was in pain, confused, suffering from poor breathing, and an incredible high pulse. 
The nurses on staff took their usual action, giving Ramirez sedatives and eventually resorting. Resorting? They resorted her. <laughs> they resorted the files and got back to and her. And then got back to her. They resorted. Resorted? Resorted. <laughs> Eventually resorting to defibrillating her. Defibrillating. It's not a throat. What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's, I've been like this for the past couple of days. Well, you're old now. I mean, you're 51, for I'm Pete's not. sake. It was around this time that they began to notice something even stranger about their patient. Ramirez's body was covered in some sort of oil, and she smelled of fruit and garlic. Ugh, she needs an oil change. Which some of the staff blamed on her breath. One of the RNs in the room tried to draw blood from Ramirez, only to notice an ammonia smell coming... Oh, I lost the story. Ammonia smell from her blood. Smelling ammonia under normal circumstances is bad enough. So noticing it coming from someone's blood? A bit alarming for even the most seasoned of nurses. Those are the salty ones. <laughs> the RN passed the syringe, blood still inside, to a resident, someone who lived at the hospital. Here, take this. Take this, you live here. The resident noticed... Uh, noted particles floating around the Ooh, blood. Oh, my goodness. Just before the RN fainted and had to be removed from Ramirez's bedside. Oh, soon, uh, soon after, the resident began feeling nauseous, moving outside to sit at the nurse's desk. She also passed out. Same. Soon, a third person... I lost the story. Soon, soon, I mean, soon, a third person assisting assisting passed out. I'm not making it today. No, you're you're you better do something. Soon, a third person assisting passed out after 35 minutes of a crew continuing to work on Ramirez. Despite these alarming occurrences, she passed away due to oh. kidney failure related to her advanced cancer. Some scientists later said that the staff were simply suffering from mass hysteria. No, no way. No, that's um, not. She she affected three, at least yeah, three yeah, people working right. around her. So people they just each don't, yeah, just started right. dropping like flies. But the staff fervently denied this. <clears throat> the resident affected spent two weeks in the ICU. Now that's not massive. Developed hysteria. hepatitis and had breathing problems. Yeah. Another scientist believed that Ramirez may have been using a home degreaser as a pain reliever. Ooh. What? <laughs> Which could have... WD-40. Yeah. She was brand W. That's the only substance. <laughs> well, it feels so much better. And really... This stuff works that on would everything. That would explain why she wasn't creaky. <laughs> um, it would create a gas in the room, causing the workers pain to you this day. create a gas in the room? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. Ramirez's family, the workers, and investigators have not settled the debate. I'll tell you the debate is. She was freaky or something. You know what I'm saying? In the snake hole. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. I hope Mark Patch really appreciates the fact that he has a top 10 named after him. He does, I'm sure. I'm sure he does. How does Chas Flackus feel about that? Or Flaz Chakus? You know, I saw Flaz a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He's still Flaz now and then. He doing seems good. a little bitter, but, you know. Yeah, a little bit. You know, but he, he, he didn't write us a theme song, did he? He did not. He didn't write us a check. He didn't write he us didn't anything. Write nothing. <laughs> All right. The he top. didn't even write us a review, man. Yeah. Okay. Jerk. Golly. You know, he gets it from his father. Yeah. He's a jerk, too. Yeah. Bank fracas. Yeah. <laughs> Bank fracas. Hey, so the top 10 classic film sets that actually killed people. Yes. Now, some of these we know. The 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 the, um, the set didn't kill people. No. Sometimes an it did. An accident on the set. Eh. Sometimes it was the set. 
Okay, you ready? Yeah, now, the ones that we know about, I didn't put any explanation under there, you see, but there's some that I was I didn't know about, and I put an explanation um, under Yeah, I don't really know. Okay, all right. All right. I'm prepared. Yeah. Number 10 yeah. of the top 10. Cla- okay, first of all, top 10 classic <laughs> film sets. Yes. These were classics. Oh, yeah. I don't think these fall. It's from Ranker.com. But they're not classics. Are, are these these are actual classics? Number seven is definitely not a classic. Are these are these class are these cl- classic accidents? Like Number you, six is not a classic okay, either. Okay, but are they saying the movies are classic or are they saying that these are classic examples? No, the film sets are classic. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's what it says. Number ten. The title. Number ten. The Crow. We all know about that. He was um Bruce Lee's son. Yeah. Uh, 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 Brandon. Brandon Lee. Yeah was uh walking walking in with groceries in a scene no yeah yeah yeah, yeah, got shot you mean no i mean yeah no i know i mean yeah (laughs) he's walking with groceries guys are in his apartment they shoot him and the gun was not checked and and it had had some debris in it no it had an actual bullet it was wadding no it wasn't it it was it was was bullet no it wasn't Uh, yeah it really was pretty sure no yeah bullet anyway 45 it wasn't a bullet it was full bullet it was some it was uh full metal jacket was what it was no it was a basically the prop gun which had blanks in it had there was something in the barrel that didn't belong it wasn't a, a barrel yeah it was a bullet in the barrel number nine i've seen uh, this wait a minute it's mine i know i'm saying i've seen oh, yeah, i've yeah. seen the footage for this yes recently i watched Creepy. it on th- i watched it on uh, all the different angles yeah have you seen it no i don't know that i want to the uh, movie i saw the movie it's i watched it recently um well tell me number nine number nine twilight zone the movie twilight zone the movie watched it again which uh, freaked Jennifer, me out jennifer jason lee's father Vic Morrow, yeah, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee from Fast Times, and sure, a bunch of other yeah. stuff. Um, anyway, she, her dad was Vic Morrow, and it's in the scene, it's in the the, the first segment where he's the racist, bigoted guy that yep. he finds himself outside the bar, and he's suddenly in World War II Germany. Right. There's a scene where he ends up in Vietnam, and he's saving some kids out of the water, and a helicopter crashed, cra- literally crashed and killed him. Yep. And the footage. Um, obviously doesn't show gore it's just tragically scary i mean you see it fall over and they disappear into the water you yeah know, it's just bad news it's uh it's sad yeah and i didn't know and there was a big huge uh courtroom drama that unfold, oh, yeah. unfolded oh, and yeah. it had a big impact i think on safety and this and that and all this stuff. and um it's just sad yeah okay number eight of the top 10 classic film sets that actually killed people i don't know what happened in this one Oh, yeah, you remember. Number eight, Top Gun. Yeah. Goose. That, no, that happened in the movie. Oh, that was in the movie, yeah. Did, did somebody die in it? Yeah, a stuntman actually. I think it was a stuntman that actually died in Top Gun. Oh, but you knew, so you didn't put the explanation. Yeah, I it. didn't know. Number seven, top ten classic film sets that actually killed people. Jumper. I don't know what that is. It's a terrible movie. Okay. And I was really excited. It's just a guy just jumping for like two hours. <laughs> no, he jumps into he jumps from one time one uh, space and time to another. Okay. Set dresser David Ritchie was helping to dismantle an artificial wall of sand and rock when a large chunk collapsed on him. Ritchie was killed instantly, and another crew member was injured in the freak accident, making this the least watched, least well liked film to ever have claimed a human life on set. Now, number six, you will see, Craig, is kind of, uh, what's the word? Misleading. On number five? No, number six. You're up to On number, number six. six. Yeah, you put your phone down. Well, I'm looking for one that's not in this list. I'm trying to remember the name of the guy, and we're going to bring him up in a minute. Okay. And um, I can't remember what his name is. 
And anyway, so I'm calling foul number six. Okay, number six, Adventures of Milo and Otis, which was a dog and a cat or something. Yeah, a cute pug, movie. A pug or Sarah something. Sarah used to watch it. Um, it may be strange to see this film on a list of films where humans died, but the members involved, the numbers involved here are quite staggering. If the animal societies are to be believed, as many as 30 Milos and Otises died during the filming, including over 20 kittens. Remember, that's over 180 in human life. That did not happen. No, it did happen. They're, they're, not that many, right? No, not 180. No, but 30. No, that's 180. They were doing the seven years times. No, there is there is actual documentation that that like 50 animals did die during the filming of that movie. But this is a list that that actually has the word "killed people" in it. There's no people killed in Milo and Otis. But we'll continue. We're going to go on to number five of the top ten classic film sets that actually killed people: The Conqueror. I found this very interesting, Craig. I think you may, too. The Conqueror, 1956's sweeping biopic about Genghis Khan, is often listed among the worst films of all time. 91 of the 220 cast and crew members contracted some form of cancer. Oh, wow. 46 died, including John Wayne. So this film set... So, so maybe the paints or something they use on the set? Something. They yeah. think something happened? Uh, this film set literally killed John Wayne. So close to 40... I'd say 42% of the people involved in this movie contracted cancer, including John Wayne, which is freaky. I guess it's kind of late to get a lawsuit going on that. Yeah, probably. Number four of the top ten classic film sets that actually killed people. Again, could be film props, not film sets. Yeah, and it could be animals, not people. Whatever. (laughs) The Return of the Musketeers. I feel like if I watched this, I would have died a little inside. No. The book was amazing. 1989's The Return of the Musketeers, a loose adaptation of Alexandre Dumas's... Is it Dumas? Yes. Dumas's sequel, 20 Years After, featured many swashbuckling action standards, including swordplay, gunfight, and horseback riding. During a sequence on horseback, English actor Roy Kinnear, best known for his role as Veruca Salt's father in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory... Remember him? Yeah. Faruka, sweetheart. Yeah, that guy. Suffered a fall while filming a scene. The 54-year-old actress sustained a broken pelvis and died in a Spanish hospital of complications the following day. The film's director, Richard Lester, was so shaken by the accident that he must have hit him on the way down. (laughs) That that he made a very permanent decision. He never made another film again. He's like, I'm killing people. That's it. I'm out. Yeah, I read this about Roy Kinnear, and that's sad. I mean, I figured he was gone by now anyway, because that movie was released in 1971 or 71 yeah but uh he did a great job as uh veruca salt's father died during the return of the musketeers okay number three i'm gonna say veruca killed him number three of the top 10 classic film sets that actually killed people gone in 60 seconds two car crash i've not seen one of those you know i haven't either nope car crash master uh movie master toby Heliki clearly wanted the action film sequel to his 1974 cult movie to be bigger and better. So this is the original Gone in 60 Seconds uh, series, not the reboot. Oh, okay. Okay. But he would not Still finish. Still hadn't seen it. No, me either. Oh, I meant to tell you something, too. What? what this is an interesting, just in the middle of interrupting. Go thing. ahead. Your favorite movie? Papillon. Papillon, yeah. Papillon. Yeah. They're making it again. No, can't happen. I mean, it, no, it's happening. Yeah, but that's a I've foul. seen the trailer for it. No, have you really? Yeah. Does it look good? I didn't get to hear it. I didn't have the sound up because uh, it was done a place where I could listen, but I saw I was watching, and they definitely were heading towards some big island with cliffs. Wow. You got to look it up after the show. Yeah, I'm kind of depressed now. Well, it might be good. It's okay. stupid they're remaking stuff that doesn't need to be remade. But. True. So true. 
So anyway, Toby Halaki uh, would not finish making the film. First of all, it's Halicki. In 1989, while directing and producing Gone in 60 Seconds 2, Halicki died during an on-set water tower stunt. The 141-foot structure fell on him after it collapsed due to an attached cable snapping and knocking over a telephone pole. You have any tons of pounds I'm hitting you? Ooh. That's a lot of water, That's man. It's like those uh, those grain silos. Oh, yeah. Heavy. Those things apparently can, you get trapped in those things, you suffocate. Yep. Heard of that. Unless yep. you can eat really fast. <laughs> and I can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like Bob and W. Kinsey, like when Bob was in the, uh, yeah, the, real the, the, the beer thing. And he's I like, got to take a whiz so bad. Hey. <laughs> Number two of something, something, something that killed people. The Expendables 2. The Expendables 2 stars a bevy of aging former action stars, including Sylvester Stallone and Chuck Norris. However, the 2012 big-budget sequel was shadowed by tragedy when Chinese stuntman Kun Lu, I guess, was killed during a scene that took place on an exploding boat. Don't be on the boat if it's exploding. The scene was filmed in Lake something, Bulgaria. Another crew member, Nuosan, was also severely injured during the accident. All right, this next one. I, I mean, did this, not uh, this is a foul, too. Okay. No, this uh, did not happen because of the... Okay. Top 10 classic film sets that actually killed people. Number one. Ready? Uh, I already know the answer. The Dark Knight. Now, it's questionable whether or not Christopher Nolan's 2008 Oscar-winning sequel drove Heath Ledger to an accidental fatal overdose, but it's definitely certain that special effects technician Conway Wycliffe was killed while shooting a stunt for the movie. The New Zealand native was riding in the back seat of a 4x4 oh, vehicle. Oh, I thought they were going to say, I thought this was about Heath Ledger. No, but they were, and I didn't know this story, but the New Zealand native was riding in the back seat of a 4x4 vehicle when it crashed into a tree. Ooh. He was leaning out of the window at the time of the accident because he was holding his camera filming another car. He suffered the fatal injuries after the car's driver did not make the 90 degree designated turn and instead hit a tree going 20 miles they should make a movie they should make a new movie 30 days of dark night and they could be like in alaska with (laughs) batman fighting vampires you know what i'd buy a ticket to that i would well we got movie pass why not for now yeah for now they start making me take pictures of my receipts now i haven't had to do that yet just wait all right i'm waiting all right i gotta go now i got this thing that was episode 179 craig crazy 21 to go then we're done that's it we're out of here like you know what last year 